In this episode, we talk about Kenneth Branagh's latest film, Belfast. And Nicolas Cage, Pig. We finally got to see Belfast the other night and it was amazing. Yeah. I loved it. It totally was, lives up to the hype. Yeah, it was as good as people were saying, mm -hmm. talking about. And, it, and this one was actually good. It was like uh, genuinely, genuinely good. It wasn't like, you know, there's a lot of hype for Power of the Dog. And we did see it, but it was, like, see, it was disappointing because of the hype. You know, mm -hmm. it was like, hey. And it was like, oh, really? I just, I don't know, if, like, I'm here and the movie was there, like, I just did not get it. Yeah, and I was poorly done. I mean, technically, it was, there was a beautiful photography. Sure. Uh, Cumberbatch act. Yes. But, Several but, people acted in the film. But, yeah, it was, it yeah. was weak. It wasn't, but Belfast, let's talk about good yeah. things. Belfast, no, Belfast was really good. It was, mm -hmm. It's worth all the praise, all the awards buzz is causing, mm -hmm. and it's, it's, it's simple, it's direct, but the metaphors are strong, mm -hmm. and it's, it's a, well, spoiler alert. Yes. The movie, directed and written by Kenneth Branagh, is based on uh, his real life story when he was a kid. Yeah, he describes Belfast. it as like a fictionalized story, so a lot yeah. of what happens there didn't necessarily happen or happen that way but a, a lot of it did but that's a cool thing mm -hmm. uh, uh, I, I think about that when he sees uh, the the end mm -hmm. uh, his parents dancing at the funeral yes uh, you know it's uh, do I actually dance at the funeral or was something on his head that's what I was thinking so right before that scene Someone had said something like, oh, your dad's going to sing along with the jukebox. And then we get to the scene and there's no jukebox. There are three people suddenly playing the trumpet. There's like a full band, but all of his family members are in this like very 60s band. And his dad is singing at the mic. And my my overwhelming impression with that was, was you saying like this is how he was perceiving it. This is what it was like for him. This is not what was literally happening. Yeah, and that's a cool Were they thing. dancing? Were they partying? I, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. I don't know a lot about Irish funeral customs he, like, he, after the burial, but... On his memory, you know, it's like yeah. he, he remembers mm -hmm. his, his his mom and dad singing mm -hmm. and being very yeah. effective and mm -hmm. singing like really well. It was like, yeah, maybe they didn't sing, yeah. they, maybe they didn't sing or dance really well. But you know, when, like that's kid's memory he saw yeah. a lot. And love imprinted that on his head. He did. And, he saw his dad as a star, kind of. Mm -hmm. Maybe I don't. Know. And all the all the the fictionalized things. It's like you know. It's like <laughs> I remember my 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 dad is like this, and my mom like this, and mm -hmm. you know, there's no reason to, you know, some of the directors will dwell deep in ex in expose how they they were flawed and they are bad and and, and no sure. it's about this this little boy how he sees the world and yeah. how he sees his family and it was natural to see uh some curious things about some problems going on mm -hmm. some big problems going on and uh, of course to see uh shining future 
uh, you know, love in his family, in love for himself. He, he meets the little girl and he wants to marry her. He does. Yeah. Little Catherine with the long blonde hair. <laughs> that wee little girl he calls her. Oh, so sweet. So fictionalizing is relative. My, my point is. It, yeah. It, it, it's not when, when, you know, especially in the, in the times we live, uh, uh, these days that news travel in the speed of light and they are uh, told and rebuked in a you know in a second mm -hmm. uh, fictionalized it doesn't mean it's 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 a, it's a lie it's not a fact but it means it was seen and it was made through the eyes of fantasy and love and nostalgia. Yeah. yeah. So it's set in 1969 in Belfast, and the very first scene we see little Buddy playing with, um, playing out on the street. You know, there's kids like you know kicking balls around and hopscotch and jump ropes, and he's got a little garbage can shield and a sword, and his mom. It's, it's very idyllic, and he knows everybody on the street, and his mom just steps outside and calls his name for tea, and and they all go running home. So it's just idyllic and lovely. And, and let then, me and let oh, me yeah. let me cut here. When she calls him, mm -hmm. uh, everybody calls him. Yeah, it like goes down. It's is already a, is already a, a, a indication that everybody knows him. Everybody mm -hmm. knows everybody. That street, that neighborhood is uh, mm -hmm. very tight. Yeah, and that's a theme that's going to run through the whole film. Like that that he's safe there and everybody knows who he is his family belongs there they've always been there they always will be that's a big theme in the movie but then as he's coming home we see uh like a mob like a violent like scary mob coming together at the end of the street and they start marching down um and realize it's a mob of protestants and they're there to kind of terrorize the catholics who live on that street um so buddy makes it home and his brother makes it home and they watch as um you know a, a car gets lit on fire and windows are broken and, and all this stuff and um and then the neighborhood comes together to clean up and build a barricade and and so we have this kind of big historical moment happening um but then against that we just have like buddy being a kid but also this kind of moment where he's really growing up and going from a very innocent little child to learning kind of the ways of the world so there's the whole the troubles right the catholics versus the protestants um he's also learning about love um he is seeing some of the strife in his parents in their relationship but also just some of the challenges that that they deal with that they kind of try to keep from him but he's growing up but he he notices that like his mom is sad every time she gets the mail um or he hears her crying on the phone with his dad who works in england and things like that and then his grandfather gets sick and and so he's 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 growing up but anyway but this is all like so beautifully and so stunningly shown through the perspective of a child and brenna very c deliberately kept a lot of the names very gen generic. So like this kid who we're seeing the world through, Kenneth Branagh, they only call him Buddy in the movie. And his parents and his grandparents don't get names. They're Ma, Pa, um, is it Gran, Granny, and Pop? It's like very generic names. So even though it's a very specific moment in time, it also feels just so universal too. And so it's just really masterful writing and one of the things that I think makes the film great and really draws you into it. It's a very specific story. It's his memories, his perceptions of his family, but it's something that all of us can feel a part of. And it really, really reminded me of To Kill a Mockingbird 
for that same reason. It's very similar to that. To Kill a Mockingbird is told through a little girl about the same age with very like big dramatic historical events happening around her but we all we get that through the perception of a child and she's kind of coming of age kind of starting to lose some of that innocence and 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 see the world for what it is around her anyway it's great it's beautiful um really well written um yeah Stop yeah. Now. Yeah. No, it's it, it's good. It has a, a great cast. Yeah. Uh, it has like some superstars there. Mr. Gray, uh, jo John Dupin, <laughs> Jamie Dorman. Jamie Dorman. Yeah. Maybe someday uh, he can we can stop <laughs> calling him that. Uh, uh, Jamie Dornan, Catriona Belfi. Catriona Belfi from Outlander. Uh huh. Um, Siren Hines. And so Jamie Dornan, Catriona, and Siren Hines, they're all actually Irish. Okay. Um, Judy Hines, Dench. Yes. Who I don't think is Irish, but who cares? She's Judy Dench. Um, and so those are probably the big names. Yeah. But yeah. And it's uh, the movie. The movie flows. The movie. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, 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 there was. I was like. Uh, like, you know, I have some expectations. I have some 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 curiosity uh, about how it would end, but the movie never feels like it drags. Never feels like oh, no. this is never gonna end. It it, it flows. It, yeah. Uh, it, this whole thing. That's another interesting thing. He did this whole thing in ninety minutes. It's ninety three minutes. Mm. It's not even two hours. So wow. you don't need six hours to tell to tell a great story. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, you can use the 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 techniques of cinema of uh, movie making mm -hmm. you know ellipses cuts and you know and writing properly Just everything really incredible writing everything you write is is important it makes it makes sense it's important for the for the for the for the piece for the for the story yeah and yeah nothing nothing is wasted i mean if you go watch the movies in black and white uh, if you're gonna go watch, uh, mm -hmm. I mean, I guess anywhere, uh, don't be surprised that it starts in color because it was like, that's not yeah. the movie we came to see. Mm -hmm. Because it starts in color. And the, the movie uses color throughout the movie. Uh, it's, uh, it's interesting. Every time we see uh, in the movie stuff, there's actually fiction because it's not uh, somehow, it's not real life. It's a movie they're watching, it's a play they're watching that's in color mm -hmm. they go to see uh rachel uh welch raquel, raquel, raquel welch. welch uh on, yeah, on i can't remember the movie uh but she's she's uh uh fighting like cave people yeah fighting dinosaurs, dinosaurs yeah uh, and uh, we also see a christmas carol mm -hmm. uh play and oh, and Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, Bang Bang, yeah, Bang Bang, yeah. So uh, and the and those are on color, and mm -hmm. it's it's it's. I think it's even more interesting when you see the reflection on the characters. Yeah. When Judy Dench is is there to watch, you see because she wears glasses, you see the colors reflecting mm -hmm. on her. Uh, it's a bit very interesting. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, there there are some there are some fun little Easter eggs. Well, I don't know if you call them Easter eggs, but like little hints at who Buddy is going to grow up to be. We see him um, reading a Thor comic book at one point, and of course kind of Brown directed Thor. Um, he gets an Agatha Christie book for Christmas, and of course he's doing Murder on the Orient Express and Murder Death on the Nile. Um, he, there's a, at least one, a couple of actors that he works with 
like all the time show up. Um, I was I was like hoping for some Shakespeare nods, but I mean that's okay. He does wear a sword and a shield. That's true. In the very beginning, yeah. so it is yeah. There's this great climax. He's protecting his little Hamlet, right? So yeah. <laughs> or maybe more like a little King Henry. <laughs> sure. Uh, so anyway. There's this great climactic scene at the end where, again, it reminded me of the the funeral where everyone was dancing and it became very clear that this was like, this wasn't exactly what happened, but it's how it felt. So this great climactic scene where his family, um, they've, they've ended up kind of caught between the mob and they're trying to run away and the dads come to rescue them, but then like one of the, the antagonists in the film has caught Buddy and his mother so it's kind of a standoff. And the military is lined up on both sides of the street, you know, sort of faceless, but they've got their like riot shields and, and clubs out. And so it's a standoff between his dad and this villain. Um, and Buddy and his mom are sort of stuck in the middle. And it's just like the Westerns that we see Buddy watching throughout mm -hmm. the film. And it's great. And so it's, it's like, it's just like a Western. So we see like how important like these movies and things were to little buddy, but then also how it's like just part of how he sees and experiences the world and vice versa. Um, but his dad, you know, picks up a brick and throws him and it's this great like shootout and he rescues his family. And um, so that was another scene that I really appreciated where it was very clear there was a lot of like artistic license I guess but that artistic license was used to show like it showed us and conveyed so much more than he could have than if they showed just like literally what was like scene by scene word for word what happened when he was a kid does that make any sense sure like that allowed him to like <laughs> communicate like how he how he felt and what this all looked like to him as a kid and and how he perceived his parents and how he saw these bad guys and and the military that was there and anyway I just thought it was no, Another example of worked, yeah. great filmmaking yeah. um, that was just a joy to watch. Um, I really, by the end of it, probably like halfway through, I felt like I was part of the family. Like I was invested. Like I said, it didn't drag at all because like you're, you're there, you're part of it. And um, yeah. Anyway. And there's a, and there's a, 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 a there's some elements that's like is kind of feels and and. and seem like very indie and it is very indie it's not a big studio film no. uh but but in this case it doesn't rely on the cliches or break the cliches of the indie filmmaking and and it makes a good really good movie you know like mm -hmm. some movies that portray the past they like to use some i mean then not, it's not that they like they sometimes they might use a, a soundtrack from from even like music that was made like now and it feels like the anachronism is kind of like mm -hmm. sometimes it works most of the time it does not work and this time uh, music has uh, the movie has music and even if the music is brand new it feels like it feel it feels like it belongs there mm -hmm. it doesn't feel like oh this guy made a movie a new movie and put it uh taylor swift there that makes no sense you know it's like this kind of yeah. anachronistic but in this case i i felt it like it, it worked even though you said the soundtrack was the synthesizers were like made no sense no no well what i meant i guess I, I was pointing that out as a positive like you know how like like every vietnam movie starts with like helicopter blades whirring and like there's like one or two songs from the 60s that they use mm -hmm. right i feel like he avoided those cliches and the soundtrack kind of helped establish that this isn't a movie about the 60s this is a movie about 
like human beings. So it's not like a period piece, even though it's all set in 1969, give or take it. It helped to see past, it helped me, you know, see past like, yeah, the sort of the trappings of the time period and just focus on the people and the human story. So something else that helped it be like universal and not just specific. Yeah. Yeah, okay. you're this, you're indulging me. <laughs> no, Whatever, right. it's a no, good you're point. Right. You're right. No, I was just speaking one what I was about to say. Oh, okay. Uh, but uh, the the he avoided cliches. Talk, and was well you're talking about a human. It's like it's like uh, it's about Buddy, and Buddy is is it's, it's an innocent boy, yeah. and he lives surrounded by by war, a, mm -hmm. a crazy war, where neighbors, literally neighbors, are killing each other. I mean, which, you know, metaphorically or philosophically, is, I mean, that's always the case. Uh, yeah. But in that case, it's literally neighbors, just because they belong to different religions, uh, to the point that the family is uh, Protestant, but they pretend they are Catholic, they send the kids to Catholic uh, church, just because, you know. And there's this whole well, debate. Why is a Protestant church? What? No. They're not pretending they're Catholic. Yeah, they're, they're in a so Protestant area. They're in a Protestant area. Yeah. They're Protestants. Yeah. And they, that they, was a Protestant they, priest. Everybody, Protestant. everybody in the neighborhood is Catholic. No. Yeah. No. That's the whole thing. No, there were like two. There were like one or two Catholic families on the street, and the Protestant gang was showed up to kick out the Catholics. Yeah. So if only two families live there, they're Catholics. Why right? the whole gang comes to kick two families? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. There's okay. more. I think they are. I think it's the opposite. They are the only. Oh. Protestants. Okay. No, I. Yeah. Mm, we're gonna look yeah. this up. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna well, look this up. Look now. This up. Excuse and me. there's this whole funny debate uh, uh, about uh, about all that. There's like he and his friend uh, talking about Protestants' names and Catholics' names. And anyways, he's very innocent. She invites him to be in the gang. It's like, hey, that's that's a good idea. He has no idea what he's talking about. She kind of doesn't either. But no. in the end, he, he he it turns out that he she gets involved with the 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 the, the guys, the riders, and bring him in. So they go to a supermarket and tell him you can get whatever you want. So he grabs a bag of soap yeah. and runs home. And he has no idea what's going on. And then his mom make him go back and, and give the stuff back like, you know, a mom. And, you know, this whole thing is so surrealistic. It's like, there's no way a mom for, for whatever, however full of principles and hard principles she had, she would not go to the middle of the riot to get, make her kid to get that thing back. But again, yeah. on his memory, kids' memories, on the way he perceived that as a kid, or how he remembers that, turned out to be like that. And I mean, it works just fine for the story. It's just, it's just very interesting. Also, he he falls in love in school, and then he he find a way to to get the girl, uh, to get closer to the girl, by getting better grades and moving into the chair hierarchy. The 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 head. Uh, uh, on that school system, and but uh, and this it's 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 pretty cool. In the I I saw somewhere I don't know if it's in the poster or somewhere else. I saw that it was like there was a subline, there was a tagline for the movie. It was like love is around the corner, which only kind of only makes sense at the end of the movie when they are the family is is leaving. They finally decide to leave, even though it's hard for for them because it's like. The couple met each other when they were little kids, 
and they live their whole life there and everybody knows each other and everybody takes care of each other and anyways so they finally decide to move and uh, uh but the 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 father takes buddy to see the girl and give her flowers and a mm -hmm. card and she give him a book what was the book it was a math book oh it was a math book to help him get better at math yeah yeah because i mean she's the one that has to get better at math because he beat her right yeah but she was consistently in the top he yes. had to hustle and he partly only got there because <laughs> his grandfather showed him how to like cheat and like write his numbers so that his teacher couldn't tell and will give him the benefit of the doubt yeah, so she's potatoes, good at math. Potatoes, He's potatoes. good at fudging it. Yeah. Um, anyways, and, 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 and they, they, say, they say goodbye. It's 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 really nice. It's, uh, you, yeah. you should see it. It's PG-13. Mm -hmm. It's clean. I don't think there's any uh, crazy violence. There might be some curse words. Mm -hmm. uh, but it definitely nothing, had, nothing major. Yeah, it's. I feel like the PG-13 will come out for thematic things. Like, you know. Yeah. sectarian violence all that I mean stuff. yeah if you if you have more uh, mature kids you should do it's, mm -hmm. it's black and white so it's naturally an uh, impact for now nowadays kids so but if you have kids that could overcome that they, they might enjoy mm -hmm. the story uh, yeah. I was right you're right yeah so Belfast this is in Northern Ireland predominantly Protestant and at during the time of the troubles the more Irish right so there's Northern Ireland and there's Ireland Northern Ireland is part of the United Kingdom and... And Ireland is not? Correct. It's a different country. So the Protestants, right, Ireland is Protestant England, but then the Catholics, Irish Catholics were, some were starting to say like, hey, maybe we should reunify with Ireland, this whole nationalist thing. And so Protestants were like, and again, not all were actually violent, but there were the, you know, like, like we see in the movie, they're violent Protestants trying to drive out these scary Catholic so Irish so people. I guess I guess uh, uh, that shows even more how, how that you know the neighborhood was tight they were willing to barricade to protect the, the couple families that lived yeah there. you know there wasn't no you're nothing close to be the majority but because when you're in that neighborhood your family you know the, the barricade to have mm -hmm. someone controlling who gets in and who mm -hmm. gets out uh, okay it's, it's so in in that sense is a is a is a movie that talks a lot about uh, it's not preachy it's not it's not trying to do no. you know what pretty much everything else these days are trying uh, uh, but it, it teaches and exposes and it tells the story of uh, immigrants uh, uh, the, the, the families that live there uh, and and they're being persecuted but they're protected by the ones that live there they receive them as as their own but also the family there's uh, forced to move somewhere else because of this yeah. whole this whole thing and, and, they, and they do a terrific job mm -hmm. about that because it's uh, uh their roots are so deep mm -hmm. that you you know the thought of leaving the, yeah. the father comes with ideas of moving to australia or to vancouver uh, or canada uh mm -hmm. which are pretty far uh, they end up moving to england which is still uh, uh, far enough for not them to see them every day or every week or every month or even every year yeah uh, and yeah no it was it was it was probably my favorite uh, among the ones out there for for awards in the running for yeah I think that's fair because uh, 
this is a, as you said this is a, is a real story but it's a, it's, it's universal it could happen any time uh, mm -hmm. of history or anywhere mm -hmm. uh, in space and yeah it ends with so at the very end it cuts back into color that that full color um, shot of present-day Belfast and it has this dedication which if you weren't already crying at the end of the movie I feel like this will totally get you oh the goodbye that uh, yeah. Judy Dench uh, says goodbye to she's the mother of the the, the father uh, of the father of Buddy she was for the Buddy's mm -hmm. new grandmother uh, and and she's terrific. She dances. She's she's grumpy. She's nice. She's yeah. She's, she's, she's all a, a grandma. She's a dame for a reason. Uh, anyways, and at the end, when they finally decide to leave, and it's I think I think for all of them, uh, uh, there's something about uh, when uh, the about leaving. Uh, mm -hmm. The ones that stay are the ones that suffer more because you know he. he the ones who, who live, uh, who leave, sorry, the ones who leave, they're gonna go to somewhere different. Uh, and that's something about uh, being a missionary. Yeah. You, you leave, you're gonna be some, somewhere different, doing different things, seeing different mm -hmm. people. The people that stay, they're gonna be on the same places yeah. and see where the ones who left, where, what the ones who left were doing. And for her, it's even more difficult because uh, a little bit before they left, her husband died. Oh yeah. So there's a, a, a tragedy. Just, like, broken heart. And, and and but she, as a mom, she says, "Go, go and I can't remember the exact words, but go and and uh, yeah, do your best. I always love you. Yeah. Goodbye, and we see the the bus moving out. Mm -hmm. It's really, really, really well done. It is. It's it's beautiful. So clearly, we super loved this movie. But there's a quote you mentioned. Oh yes. So at the very end, the dedication, and I was pretty emotional, so I remember part of it. But it said to the ones who left, to the ones who stayed, and then there was a third. That to the ones that we lost. To all yes, the ones that we lost. That's right. That's right. So again, like if he hasn't already just got to the core of your being <laughs> and made you feel very deep feelings, boy, that'll get ya. Um, just yeah. So yeah, just the perfect way to to, to end this movie. So so beautiful, so full of love, and so heartfelt. And anyway, go see it. Yeah, KB uh, uh, got got that one really well. And yeah. yeah, no, it's like nobody can convince me that. Uh, I mean, among among all the other movies, that's like one of those like being praised a lot mm -hmm. for all the wrong reasons and I'll explain why uh, and uh, there's no way uh, KB in this movie Kenneth Branagh in this movie would would, uh -huh. would lose for like the power of the dog because, it just because, doesn't make sense yeah it's uh, it's uh, uh, yeah directing and, and, and writing and uh, uh, the movie itself as a piece is so much superior yeah. so much but in any any other sense but because power of the dog has a gay theme it's directed by a woman 
it's it's uh, the politics involved and in, in you know awards are politics especially the Oscars and the and Golden Globes where they not only vote but there's uh, uh, the election process has like yeah you know, there's like campaigning being, and marketing campaigning and, and marketing and seducing and you know gift baskets gift baskets <laughs> uh, uh, and you know there's all that but there's no way as a piece of uh, cinematic story and and how it impacts you this one uh i guarantee you it will impact you for years to come when power of the dog you're not gonna remember it's true i was i was thinking about that like power of the dog my life did not feel different before or after that movie except that i had lost like what an hour and a half two hours however long that is it felt like six yeah i just and so like here's the group of people who love power who like love and get and understand power of the dog and then like we're in a different mm. state i just yeah. don't get it and i think it's a but it's an artificial buzz i don't think this one is like kind natural. of an emperor's new clothes type this, thing this is this is natural you're gonna mm -hmm. see it and 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 if you have i mean you're gonna enjoy it it's like yeah. it has it has it's a little boy he's funny he gets into things that might remember your own experience mm -hmm. uh with your peers with your family of course, if you're Irish, that's gonna touch you even more. Yes. Uh, but I don't know. Maybe Hollywood hates the Irish. Isn't that? <laughs> there's a thing about red there hair. There is the a theme. Yeah. Throughout history, of people hating the Irish. Yeah. The oft maligned and taken advantage of and oppressed people. Yeah. But, but we fairly, we heavily recommend. Yeah. Uh, uh, Belfast. <coughs> we couldn't see. I, I don't know what happened. It wasn't released here, or uh, uh, I yeah, don't know. It wasn't. It was. It. It's, it's from Focus Features. It's not like a big distribution mm -mm. company. It's not a big studio. It's a foreign film, mm -hmm. uh, and um, so I guess it didn't. It didn't. It's not pop. You know. It's not like you know, superheroes or or action or you know. Uh, so it didn't get to to us but finally yesterday we had the chance to go to watch in a dollar theater of all places yeah uh uh but that but that was fun and recommend and i think you can check that if not it's probably available to streaming right now yeah let me google that real quick yeah because it's been a while and it's one that uh and it's so it's so interesting because i don't know the exact date when the movie was released can you can you check that um, I want to say it was in December. December. That's sort of the thing that's November, very interesting. The movie, months. it's sort of a pseudo half partial Christmas movie because at the end, it ends by Christmas. That's right. Yeah, yeah it's and, right around Christmas. And, and, you know, Christmas, there's, there's scenes with the Christmas with the family and Christmas with families, especially if you have kids, is you know, it's something that creates memories for them, as created memories for you mm. and for your parents and for everybody. If you are a Christian, Catholic, Protestant, or whatever other type of Christian you are, uh, Christmas is a very, a very uh, memory make a very big part of your life. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so is this, is it, it is on streaming? It's available to purchase from, you know, Apple and Amazon. So it is available YouTube. to stream. And, yeah. and rent? No rent? Not yet. Not yet? Yeah. If you can buy, I'm pretty sure you can rent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, from what I just Googled. Because usually it's the you opposite. You can buy it. Usually it's the opposite. Usually, yeah. like nowadays with the streaming first or streaming options, they let you watch, which is basically rent. But they don't let you buy. 
later to let you buy. If they let you buy, I'm pretty sure you can rent too. But mm -hmm. it, again, if if you, uh, I recommend. Uh, it's a movie to buy. It's a movie to have. Uh, it's a know, good one. To share with others. Yeah. Belfast, directed by Kenneth Branagh. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's available in selected theaters because it's kind of out of the circuit, yep. but available on streaming everywhere. Mm -hmm. Obviously, we can't say enough good things about it, but it's not the only highly nominated film that we watched. Recently. Yeah, we saw Power of the Pig. <laughs> no, it's called Pig. pig. Starring Nicolas Cage. In a pig. And a pig. Yeah. Yeah. So, the. Well, Nicolas Cage proved again that he can act. And he can yes. act really well. It's a matter of what he gets his hand to or mm -hmm. what he uh, what he picks. Because, you know, in several moments in history, you find Nicolas Cage doing his job as an actor really well. He's not there. I mean,. He's 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 not only there because of his uncle. He does have talents. He really does. <clears throat> his uncle is Francis Ford Coppola. Uh huh. Which is why he's Nicholas Cage and not Coppola. He was Nick. Nick Coppola, Frank Coppola. His first movie is credited as Coppola. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was like. Well, good there's for a him movie, for changing his names. There's a movie I can't remember. It's a teenage uh, comedy. Mm -hmm. You know, like there's like seven thousand billion yeah. of those. It's a teenage comedy. What they nowadays they call uh, coming. What was it called? Coming of age. Coming of age comedy. Mm -hmm. uh, coming of age movie. But you know, heavily comedic. Uh, I can't remember which one. But there's a scene, a couple of scenes. I think it's uh, the one with Judge Haynold. Uh, I think it's one one as uh, Fast times I hate you and I think that's it. Uh, he he. There's a scene where the main one of the main characters mm -hmm. work in a fast food joint, okay. and uh, oh, there uh, works one Nicolas Cage. Oh. Uh, and he, I think he he has no line or barely has a line. And in the credits, it's Nick Coppola, Frank Coppola. Yeah, I can't remember. And it's funny because you see all the all the famous people. Uh, there's another scene where you see uh, under the window. Uh, uh, what's his bucket uh, from from Iron Man the, the uh, roadie uh, Don Cheadle yeah. you see Don Cheadle's like wait a minute I know this kid <laughs> yeah anyways oh, Nicholas Cage yeah uh, a quick a quick one Cage because he's a big comic book fan mm. yes so this film Pig it's this definitely has like some indie vibes it's an unusual one but we see nicholas cage living in a cabin very rustic off the grid like you know no power nothing like that and he takes his pig this beautiful porcine specimen and off they go into the woods to hunt for truffles and, and like boy they're into it like nicholas cage is like tasting the dirt and just touching the trees and the pig finds this huge truffle so he brings it back to his house and he's also like gathered the wild mushrooms so he makes this beautiful mushroom tart and shares it with the pig and this kid shows up in a really obnoxious camaro and um basically buys this truffle for some supplies like um and you know goes off back into the world so we see that nicholas cage is part of this 
massive cutthroat truffle industry, but he's kind of staying out of it as much as he can and doesn't really, I don't think he even talks to the kid when the kid shows up, does he? The kids can't, the kid can't stop talking, but yeah. he's just sitting there. Yeah. I think, you know, maybe, maybe he says something. Yeah. Yeah. But the kid can't stop talking. He's like, blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah, He's like, why don't you, don't you want to go somewhere? I can take you somewhere, whatever. Mm -hmm. like, yeah. Anyways. Yeah. I could get you a shower. Yeah. Tent. Yes. You um, mentioned the shower. The, the yeah. power shower, whatever. The camp shower. Camp shower. Yeah. Um, so clearly Nicolas Cage is not into people. Super loves his pig. They're besties. And he does, listen, he does listen to a tape, which was something from his past. Yes. Uh, and, and later in the movie, we find out who. But uh, mm -hmm. yeah, it's him and his pig. And then, in a that very, night. in a very uh, uh, John Wick esque yes. moment, uh, some uh, evil people take uh, from him uh, everything he has mm -hmm. at that point of his life. His pig. Yep. And you know, when you do that, like it happened to Don Wake, you create uh, motivations and mm -hmm. you wake up monsters inside men that are like sleeping for, you know. Yeah, monsters that should have been left alone. And uh, yeah, so Nicolas Cage goes into town, asks for somebody at the diner, and they're like, she died 10 years ago, so he's clearly been like out of it for a very long time. But he, he calls up the kid, the kid comes to get him, and he's like, look, no pig, no truffles. So the kid helps him to find his truffles and as they, or find the pig, but as they go around trying to track down this pig and who took the pig, we see some of, you know, this whole North American truffle industry, this is all up in Oregon, um, you know, and how kind of like cutthroat it is and how shady it can be. Um, but we also come to see that this is actually a movie about grief and about mourning. We find out that Nicolas Cage used to be this incredibly like hot shot chef. Everybody is just in awe of him as soon as they find out who he is. Um, and he lost someone and that was it for him. And we realize the kid has kind of lost his mother and his dad, you know, losing his wife went like full psycho, like... I'll kill people for truffles and whereas the kid is just trying to figure out life anyway this just it's, it's about grief is what this movie is yeah. um, and then at the very end he has to come to terms with the loss of the pig and there's lots of adventures along the way oh yeah there's like an underground chef cage fight mm-hmm which is like yeah <laughs> kitchen fight club yeah anyways uh, but but Cage is is, is like uh, he's he's this deep dark a uh, serious character all the time. He never makes a joke. He's focused no. on getting his his pig back. Yeah. He and doesn't even like tend to his wounds. Like throughout this movie, he's getting more and more like beat up and bloodied. So he's got like hair caked into head wounds mm -hmm. and just ah, oh, it's disgusting. But like no, he's on a mission. Yeah. He's gonna get his pig, and that's that's all there is to it. And at some point. Uh, uh, the guy is like, I can get you uh, the pig, exactly, exactly the same. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, it's to get truffles, right? And he's yeah. like, it's like, no, I, I don't need the pig to get truffles. Mm -hmm. I, I, I want my pig back because I love him. Mm -hmm. I love her. I, I love think it was her. Her, that's right. It was yeah. He even had a name. I don't remember uh, that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so it was about that connection. He's less connection with, mm -hmm. with, uh, you know some yeah. sort of life mm -hmm. was was that one 
and throughout the end of the movie we hear the tape that was his his wife mm -hmm. and she she was she had a bakery and uh, she goes and meets the baker he asks her as how oh, you still make the the baguette with salt that's or, right what is baguette with no salt the salted baguette the salted baguette I was like I've never as far as I knew I thought okay. that the baguette was salt I was like I've never heard the sweet baguette anyways so he eats in the talk by 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 they talking i mean she talks and he eats yeah and, and leaves and asks for candy and he's gonna have another one and bring to his his friend there, mm -hmm. there is a there is a, a a connection that he creates and by the end with the whole impact of because uh, there's this uh, he was a he was a very very intense professional very mm -hmm. uh care, caring professional yeah. he says like I remember everything I ever cooked for. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, he thinks this is a religion is something important, mm -hmm. and it was important for the family because apparently the couple uh, in the past that went to eat at his place that, that made them so happy, and they was always fighting, but they were not fighting anymore. And that kid knew that, so and he found out he was a chef, and then he cooks the same dish for him and his father in memory uh, of, mm -hmm. of his mother and but then he, f he finds out it's too late his pig is dead so he's he's going back home and it's kind of deep dark and sad that you think oh this guy's gonna kill himself yeah. but throughout the journey uh, he, he, he bounded a connection with the, the, the mm -hmm. kid that was like uh, see you next week so he's gonna yeah. keep moving on listening to his tape mm -hmm. in this very dark and sad but hopeful story it, it was good it was it was, yeah. it was really good uh, it is so it, it yeah i thought it was a good movie it's it's just the right length there's it's interesting storytelling great acting um and yeah i think i think it's worth it's worth seeing. There are films like Belfast that are just gonna stand out in your mind forever. This one, I don't know if it's like if it has that like universal impact or anything, but it, it was still a really good movie. Um, it definitely deserves the nominations it got, and yeah, uh, yeah worth checking yeah. out. It's uh, the movie is available on Hulu, mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, go go watch it if if you like pigs, mm -hmm. or if you don't like pigs. Yeah, no, there's a pretty broad appeal here. Yeah. Um, because there's there's the pig, but actually the pig just isn't in there for very long. Well, there's the just like a couple the scenes, and then the pig from, is out from from the beginning to the end. The pig is the thing that moves the movie yes. and moves the characters. Yes, it's like we are we are but all thinking we cannot we cannot stop thinking about the pig yeah. until the very end because it's not like John Wick that the dog dies. We don't know that the pig dies until the very end. That's true. So yeah. we're constantly thinking about the pig. Yeah, yes. It's, but it's, I'm saying, like, you're not going to spend a lot of time looking at a pig. The pig is not on screen very much. But it's in our hearts. Yes, the pig is in our hearts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, BLTs for lunch? Uh, yes. Okay. Oh, we're so bacon. Yeah. <laughs> oh. A dark turn. Anyways, no, it's, that's uh, what it's, we've been watching. It's good. Uh, we, we yeah, we watched it. If you want to watch, you should watch and leave comments. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's it. That's yeah. that. We saw these two great movies. Mm -hmm. Next week we're gonna come up, uh, come up with more. And yeah, soon we're gonna have some changes on our podcast. It's gonna oh, improve. Really? Oh, yeah. We have special effects, Whoa. special guests. 
I didn't say guest, special guest. Well, you guess plural. what is special. Oh, <laughs> oh you. Anyways, uh, I guess we see you next week with mm -hmm. more pop culture news and the stuff we're seeing. And, and yeah. Okay. In the meantime, live long and prosper. May the force be with you. Bye. Bye.